everyone. I'm Ashley McManus, Director of Marketing at Affectiva. Welcome to Affectiva Asks, a human-centric AI podcast, where each episode we will interview a thought leader doing cutting-edge work in the AI space. A little bit about us. Affectiva is the pioneer of in-cabin sensing AI, software that can detect nuanced human emotions, complex cognitive states, behaviors, activities, and interactions within next-generation vehicles. Today's episode features Umat Uvae CEO Hans-Peter Schlegelmick, as well as software engineer Dennis Bokoff. Imatuvai is an innovative, independent development and engineering company based in Germany. Their primary business is conducting safety and certification testing of materials for OEMs and Tier 1s for everything that goes inside a vehicle, like fabric or plastic. The company also has an innovation team who develops new product concepts. One such concept that they are working on is around fragrance diffusing, using a person's emotion and cognitive state to trigger the scent. For example, if you're tired, diffusing peppermint could make you more alert. So let's listen in on what Imatuva'i believes our combined technologies mean for the future of mobility. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in with me calling in from Germany. I have Hans-Peter Schlegelmick, CEO of Imatuva'i. Hans, thank you so much for making the time to speak with me today. Yeah, thank you, too. Pleasure to meet you today and uh, yeah, be your guest uh, yes. <laughs> in the Affectiva uh, podcast. Really Absolutely. curious and uh, hopefully also a good experience. Yeah. Um, okay. So to start, tell us about your background. How has your career path taken you to Imat Uvai? My original background is uh, I'm chemist. I've studied complete normal uh, 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 chemistry in uh, Duisburg here in Germany and my special field, my special profession inside uh, the chemistry has been the analytical, instrumental analytical chemistry. So that has somehow guided me uh, to material, uh, material investigations, material uh, detection trace uh, components in materials, chemical components. Um, and in the origin of the, my, my PhD theme, for example, uh, was to investigate, to determine metal and heavy metals in slag, um, steel and copper slags we invented in our um, R&D team, uh, new uh, detection system, new analytical test system to have a real, real or uh, fast track metal uh, detection and metal uh, determination. Also, that means to to determine the content of different uh, metal oxides for the quality control for the running quality control. Uh, in uh, steelwork uh, laboratories. While, while preparing my PhD, I started together with my father uh, to build up, to found and to build up uh, our company, IMET. And uh, that was, uh, the idea was uh, to, to be a service uh, test lab <coughs> for materials. So, and from, from that point, uh, I developed it more and more into automotive, into automotive direction. So that's uh, the starting point was that uh, you maybe know that uh, in Europe, the field of material emissions, material ROC, 
uh, have a big, got a big impact on the comfort feeling of the car, uh, interior of the uh, indoor air of the car, as well as also in other indoor uh, situations. But the car industry uh, was somehow on a transforming point at the end of the 80s uh, of the last century. And in the beginning, it was uh, then 1994, 95, 96, when we started to take care also for building up test methods and to get deeper uh, as a service a test provider for, for car manufacturers as well as for their supply chain for tier one, tier two yeah, suppliers. That was uh, then the point uh, how we how how I came in touch with the automotive industry somehow. Today we are uh, all is in touch uh, with all global acting car manufacturers as well as also local acting car manufacturers. Also with the upcoming uh, with the upcoming uh, OEMs in the different regions of of the world. Yeah. Awesome. So as, as CEO, what is your primary focus today at Imatu Vai? This is strongly influenced uh, by the way I have already described. The theme of emissions of Odor is uh, one main aspect of taking somehow an organic sense uh, of the product. So that means today we take care a lot of how materials, how surfaces, how the complete components of a car, especially in the interior, uh, are influencing how they appeal to the final customers. Yeah? The questions, um, what colors, what textures, what grain, uh, what kind of grain is uh, appealing, uh, what kind of customers in what region, uh, younger, elder, and Somehow, a little bit, we are also market investigation company, meanwhile, mm. uh, because we give um, also consultancy to producers of parts uh, as well as for car manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and the odor is somehow the uh, non visible part of the car design. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, if you want to see it like this, a lot of people don't see the value. But Odor is as much as uh, as much po- uh, important, uh, comparable to that what you can see and what you can touch and what you can hear. Mm-hmm. So, and this all together creates a synesthetic design, as we call it, and um, and we think that the Odor is an increasing part uh, of this orchestra of human senses. So cool. So, and I know you spoke to it a little bit for, for those who are unfamiliar with Imatuva'i and its applications within vehicles, can you briefly explain, you know, what your offerings are, maybe who your target customers are and how you work with them? It's quite interesting because basically uh, Imat is an engineering today, uh, not only a lab, we developed a company and that is also my role as CEO to, mm-hmm. to transform uh, the company from a lab, from a test lab. Uh, in the origin, in the beginning, uh, to an engineering and consulting uh, company of that what EMAT is today. So that means 
um, reflecting the issue of all this what is influencing the human senses and and uh, the preference of what car is is a better um, value you may be as another car compared to another car we test materials in mm -hmm. a regular way that means uh, we do material and part and complete car testing for car manufacturers as well as for their suppliers on one hand but meanwhile we are also uh, working in the design in the creation of design and also in design consultancy that leads to the way that uh, we uh, have developed also somehow a uh, system that spans odor into the car interior but in the way that uh, not you but the car will mm -hmm. Um, decide uh, by recognition of the driver's current state what is the right odor, what's the right smell, um, mm -hmm. the right fragrance somehow to to influence the driver's behavior. So in that way, on one hand, we we, we investigate um, malodors and and the reasons, mm -hmm. um, the chemical reasons uh, coming out maybe from technical materials. Those chemical substances, those are responsible for, for creating a bad or inconvenient uh, odor, inconvenient mm -hmm. smell. So, and engineers are working to reduce uh, those uh, reasons and sources uh, for, for inconvenient smell. And on the other hand, uh, other engineers are working on components and on mechanisms uh, how to add convenient odor to this synesthetic orchestra, uh, what I already described. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Affectiva is working in the automotive space to provide in-cabin sensing solutions to car companies. And one of our use cases is personalization and adapting the interior of the vehicle. You have made steps towards this with the in-car kind of fragrance capabilities you had mentioned. Yes. Um, how would you say emotion detection technology like Affectivas fits into your overall solution? Uh, when we uh, talk about how to create a car fragrancing system, so when we don't want to establish a system what you can compare with the music the end of the other 20 years ago when you had to change uh, somehow the disc and when you wanted to change the music. So that means what we want to have is that the car is uh, recognizing the emotional state of the people um, inside the car, of the passengers, especially of the car driver. And uh, that means that you must create a, a shame. Yeah? It's not only the, the uh, substance, the smell, what you would like to uh, spend into the car interior. It is also the point that you have to uh, create a detector, a sensor that is able to recognize and also to identify as a recognition and identifying um, the mood, the emotional state. And then uh, to have the actor uh, who is able, that is uh, the actor system, that is able to bend the right substance to modified to that mood what the driver has got in that moment. So, and that means uh, what we are doing is to create this complete chain and the affectiva system 
is for us a you know, very important uh, step for the recognition system. So, and uh, that is the reason why we are also cooperating between uh, Affectiva and IMET. Yeah, absolutely. So based on your expertise, what would you say our combined technologies mean for the future of mobility? I think it is an important point yeah, um, to, to create adjusted odors fitting to the individual mood of, of the car driver and uh, other passengers. That is a, a kind of freedom that nobody really used today. And we must be really very careful because when we go to China, Chinese car manufacturers in this moment uh, see the possibility by this system to cover malodors, yeah, to, 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 to cover a bad odor uh, because they think when the good uh, smell, the fragrance is coming into the into the air so mm-hmm. then um, the, the passengers of the car will not think about the reasons and the substances those are responsible for the origin uh, bad odor so but this is something uh, what we don't like because it uh, pretends that the air is completely okay but it isn't. Okay, so therefore we must be very careful from the marketing aspect that we keep really, that we don't take compromises in that way. That means uh, the system can run only in those cases where we have, where we have done all um, actions that, that the car interior is protected against yeah, dangerous and uh, substances. Uh, those are responsible for or bad odor, and that means we need a car interior with emission-optimized polymer parts. Mm. And uh, when you have reached this target, then you can add on the car fragrancing system. So that is a really uh, big uh, issue for us, yeah, to convince all those companies who would like to join this that they do their homework before they start uh, improving is a certain aesthetic design by using by add uh, by adding also a car fragrancing system that is um, very important. Absolutely. So, if you had one takeaway for the audience listening today, maybe advice for car manufacturers as they're thinking about personalization, what would you like to tell them? A good takeaway is uh, really to use uh, also much more possibilities or uh, individual appealing of car drivers, of passengers, or final customers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see that the individualization and the possibilities, uh, those are given, for example, also by IT combi- combined sensors and actors, uh, open so many possibilities for ramping up the success, uh, uh, for example, also for cars in the market, mm-hmm. also in between difficult, under difficult conditions uh, we currently have because of different effects. It could be also in in the shared economy for the future, also an interesting point and uh, two less people have been thought about the possibilities and that would be my takeaway. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, we have different workshops per year uh, to get in contact uh, with different groups of engineers, designers, marketeers to um, give them advice and also to give them deeper knowledge uh, how the systems uh, can work yeah, and how they influence uh, the human uh, perception. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. So maybe that's one of them, but I was going to ask um, for our listeners, if you can you let them know where they can go to learn more or any other call to action you have for them? Yeah. Ask Affectiva uh, together with Armit and make the world uh, a little bit better. Oh, that's great. Also, one, one last question we ask all of our guests, if your car could do one thing in the future to make your life a little easier, what would it be? It would be able to talk with me I could instruct the car to uh, take over tasks. I don't want to take over any longer for myself. And I think uh, that would, uh, would be my, some of my, my, my secret dream. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I have for you today. It was such a pleasure speaking with you, Hans. Thank you again so much for your time. Yeah. Okay, now that we've heard from the CEO, we thought it would be great to hear from someone in the weeds of our technology integration. So with me today, also calling in from Germany, I have Dennis Bokhoff, software engineer at Imat Uvae. Dennis, thank you so much for making the time to speak with me today. No problem. Thank you that, I'm, that I can be here. Awesome. Okay, so to start, tell us about your background. What has your primary focus been at Imat Uvae today? All right, so I can tell you a little bit about my background at the moment, I study business informatics, and I'm in my fifth semester here in Mönchengladbach. Before that, I made a, or I had a vocational education as an IT specialist for application development. And after that, I had to work three years as a software developer. I started working with IMED right about two years ago. Um, so that was right since the beginning of my studies. The first year of my studies, I had in full time. But after that, I changed to a part-time study with IMED so that I can implement the topics I learned in use of university into a real job um, environment. I'm part of a software engineering team, like you said, and because of my field of study, I just don't only code, but I only participate in project management, business intelligence, and also requirements engineering for one of EMAT's big projects for the digital transformation. Great. So how would you say emotion detection technology like Affectiva fits into solutions like Matuva's? And you know, what kind of value has Affectiva brought to the organization? So I would say that Affectiva brought a huge value to IMAT. So without Affectiva, we would have to deal with developing and training an AI on AI system as well as motion recognition, which is a very big field of research and development. We at EMAD, we have many, uh, many experts when it comes to odor, automotive interior and testing. But when it comes to AI, we are just getting started in that area. And with Affectiva, we can focus um, in this car fragrancing project on our strengths. So that would be designing a fragrance, implementing the system in the automotive interior, or developing an interface for the recognition and the system that sprays the fragrance in the car. So I would say in conclusion, with Affectiva, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We yeah. don't have to waste our resources by developing our own software, but we can rely on a product that is already well established on the market and has everything we need. And by that, we can work on developing a solution for car fragrancing as best as we can. Awesome. 
Can you speak to the personalization possibilities in pairing in-car fragrances with Emotion AI? Yeah. So we know by now that because of scientific research, that the neuroanatomical circuitry of our sense of smell is fundamentally different from that of all other senses. The primary region for olfactory perception is very closely linked to the brain areas that are responsible for processing emotional stimuli, as well as to those that store memory traces. Nice. Um, and I'm, I'm just curious, are there any underlying science or observations you've seen in mapping certain fragrances to certain emotions, or does it depend on the person? That's a really interesting question. So I would say if you look at individuals, I think most of us or most people have experienced that a certain smell can make them feel in a special way and trigger a memory. So, for example, there can be sitting by a campfire with friends and suddenly getting a warm, comforting sensation and getting, getting taken back into childhood because that's something that we used to do with our grandra- granddad when we were younger. Or for others, it could be a certain perfume that was used by a loved one mm. or even just the smell of a warm, freshly baked apple pie. And mm. there are many, many examples of those. And those uh, triggering of memory is very tight, bound to the individual. Yeah. And But if we look at linking emotions and fragrances, not only for the individual, but for a broader group, we have a, a different picture. So there are multiple studies on the subject. And by now, it's broadly accepted that the impact of smelling a certain fragrance can be scientifically measured. So for example, the heart rate increases, the blood pressure changes, or even the muscle uh, tension grows. There are also studies that show that a fragrance can be very powerful to counteract stress. But to say that a fragrance directly influences a specific emotion like happiness, sadness, or even anger, that's a really hard claim to make. There are companies in the industry that claim exactly that. Mm-hmm. But we at IMED, with our other experts, we cannot support that claim. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of promising research in the field. And I think that with better technology and research methods, it could be the case that we have a better understanding and knowledge about the human sense of smell that we can find a solution. But what we can say today is not that we can, that a fragrance can directly influence an emotion, but that we have the knowledge that the fragrance influences the well-being of a person. So this is because the human sense of smell strongly interacts with the parts of the brain um, the emotions and memories are processed. And by that, a smell can trigger a strong association. That would mean that, for example, if you would smell coffee, um, the smelling of the coffee doesn't make you more awake, but it awakens an association that reminds you of a situation. Mm-hmm. And by that, you can feel more awake. Mm. Interesting. That's so cool. Okay. So uh, based on your expertise, what does combining these types of technologies mean for the future of mobility? I would say I strongly believe that facial and emotion recognition has a very big and promising future, especially in the automotive industry. And I think we should use that technology to improve the driving behavior in a better and positive way. A huge factor for that, of course, is road safety. So That means preventing micro-sleep or even seeing if a driver is distracted from the road. At the moment, there are already existing such systems that alert the driver if he's getting tired. And I think it's really important that as long as we don't have level four or five autonomous driving, 
interaction with a human should be minimal to none because if the driver uh, the driver has to interact with too many systems he can't focus on driving uh, that would be bad for the road safety and if you look at odor of fragrancing there were also fragrancing systems from OEMs like BMW or Mercedes in the market but those systems require a manual interaction to change the fragrances they are like little solid blocks um, that give the the, the scent and um, that don't, and they also don't fit the current emotional state of the driver so they only have one certain smell that doesn't change and with car fragrancing there we have two key areas i would say that we want to improve so that's road safety and the well-being of the driver and while i would say well-being is more of a luxury aspect it can also be optimized to make the driving more pleasant and it can also be used as a selling point for higher priced luxury cars and as a conclusion i would say that there's still research to be done in the area but we want to develop the most subtle way to influence the driver's well-being and i think that car fragrancing will help with that all right great well that is all i have for you today it's always great to speak with a hands-on kind of technical person so thank you so much dennis for your time today thank you too ashley It was such a great opportunity to be able to speak with both CEO and software engineer to get the broader vision of the technology and into the science behind how it works. I love how Hans Peter is concerned with the ethics around his company's technology possibilities, such as covering up bad odors that could be dangerous, and also hearing the science behind how the brain processes smell and associates it with certain emotions from Dennis was super fascinating. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Affectiva's human-centric AI podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes. We are also on social media, so please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Affectiva to share any feedback you have on the show and weigh in on the discussion using hashtag AffectivaAsks. Don't forget to rate us and comment with your feedback to help make the podcast more discoverable for others. Until next time, thanks for listening.